welcome to Romancing the Amazon. I'm Melody. I'm Zoe. And I'm Elizabeth. Each week we pick a romance novel that's being offered for free in the Kindle store on Amazon. We read it and we review it for you guys. We are starting a new subgenre. We just wrapped up Paranormal, which was tons of fun. And for the next four weeks or so, we're going to be reading Western and Cowboy Romances. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so... I won't say I've been dreading this one, but I will say it's not my favorite genre. Yeah, none of us is a huge fan of cowboy romance, but we're taking one on the chin and we're going to read it because it's a pretty prolific subgenre. It is. Yeah. And, you know, maybe we just haven't read the right ones yet. Absolutely. And considering I haven't actually read any, any, (laughs) any that I can remember. Okay. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what it is. We'll get into this in a second, but I'm just not interested yeah it's definitely a case of they don't grab me yeah like i don't read a blurb Mm -hmm. and think oh i want to read that but sometimes when i do end up reading it like with when someone recommends it or Uh i come across it some other way because it's an author i like yeah i end up enjoying it yeah but if you're in the library just browsing romance you see cowboys 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 ooh, paranormal (laughs) (laughs) yeah i won't go for the cowboy Yeah. yeah So what would you guys kind of define as a cowboy or Western romance? It has to be set in the Western U.S. And the fact that it is Western has to be somehow important to the setting or the plot. Like if it's set in a city out West, like that's not really that Western. doesn't count, right? Mm-hmm. Like if it's set in Las Vegas, that's not a Western romance. Yeah. Unless it's early Las Vegas and he's a cattle rancher. Right. Or something. But then there are other yes. elements there that say... Yeah. Western. Yeah, the hero pretty much has to be a cowboy, rancher, rodeo dude, uh-huh. or a sheriff. Uh-huh. And there are two branches here because we yes. have historical Western uh-huh. where we're in the Old West and we have contemporary Western, yep. which is modern day. And I think I prefer historical Western. I have a strong preference for historical Westerns over contemporary ones. And I think that's because it's more real even if it's totally not real. (laughs) It's just like, do we really have cowboys the way we think of cowboys now? And the answer is no. We don't have people herding cows across states on horseback that is the quintessential cowboy. Yeah, it's not the Wild West anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, There are definitely farms and Mm -hmm. cowboys herd cows across farmland, Mm -hmm. but it's not uh, Mm -hmm. an extended camping trip. I don't know. (laughs) uh, (laughs) Um, And for me, to find a true cowboy romance, there almost always has to be a cowboy hat on the cover. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If it doesn't have a cowboy hat on the cover, like, what's wrong with it? Well, it must have cowboy boots then. (laughs) So, (laughs) counterpoint, historical Western romances, often have a woman in a dress on the prairie. True. That's acceptable. Yep. Half naked guy, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Some Fabio hair. (laughs) With a cowboy hat. What are some tropes we typically see? 
Mail order brides. Yep, that's yep. okay. <laughs> Mail order brides. <laughs> the farm or ranch is in trouble almost every time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And often it requires marriage to fix. Yep. Yep. For some there reason. are a lot of marriage tropes in Western yes. romance. Mm-hmm. Mail order bride, marriage of convenience, uh-huh. arranged marriages. Fake fiancés. Fake fiancés. Mm-hmm. And kind of in that line, city girl. Yep. Absolutely. Yes. Goes to small town mm-hmm. country. Mm-hmm. Small towns in general. Yep. yep. Moving out west. Yep. Uh-huh. Loner it's- heroes with a tragic past. Oh, yes. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. I have tragic backstory myself, but some kind of disaster like floodwaters or cave-ins or oh. diseased cattle or cattle rustling, you know. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mysterious strangers. This can oh. apply to the hero or to the antagonist. Oh. Revenge. Mm-hmm. There are yes. a lot of revenge stories. Very often, the heroine kind of shows up out of nowhere, running from something, needs protecting. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you get into some more that are specific to either the historical or the yeah. contemporary, where mm-hmm. it diverges. Mm-hmm. Like saloons and yeah. gunfights. Uh-huh. And I feel like you either have school teachers or prostitutes. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Bank robberies. Bank yeah. robberies, Yeah. I think the saloons and gunfights in contemporary Western romance have just turned into bars and fistfights. Yes. Yeah. I think in contemporary, we get a lot of single fathers mm-hmm. and ex-military. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. A lot of focus on families, and it's some kind of family problem that yeah. they're trying to solve. Mm-hmm. Like, the family ranch needs saving mm-hmm. or yep. something. You can sometimes get boss employee where he's the boss, the cattle rancher, and she's the cook. Or she desperately needs a job because, see, earlier trope, she was running from something and <laughs> showed up out of the blue. Yeah. And yep. he hires her out of the goodness of his heart or lack of other candidates. Mm-hmm. Uh, the contemporary ones often have an emphasis on the whole rural versus city thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like one of them's from the country and the other's a city slicker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know that I've read that many, of course, not having read many, um, where she is the country. No. And he's the city. No. It's less often, but. Sometimes it happens. Yeah. We see a lot of sheriffs yeah. mm-hmm. in both versions. Do we see any Texas Rangers? Oh, yeah. Probably, okay. yeah. Almost certainly. Probably more Texas Rangers in Western romance novels than there actually are in real life. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. And of course, we haven't said this yet, but it's kind of understood. Horses. Oh, horses! Yes. That's lots what I listed about. And lots of horses. What I like about Western romance novels <laughs> and horses. <laughs> It's time. We've talked about the tropes. What holds us back? What do we think we don't like? Or what do we know we don't like? What don't we like about (laughs) cowboy Western romance novels? And what what do we potentially really enjoy? Okay, well, I've got a two-sided coin here. You often get strong, laconic heroes, but they can be a little too laconic and lack empathy. Mm-hmm. And so when they're just too removed from the heroine's point of view or anyone else's troubles because of theirs, I don't like that. It's like, yeah. nope, sorry, peace out. <laughs> Leave this guy, he's not worth it. So what I don't like, or I think what has kept me from reading them in the past is that somehow I expect them to just be sappier, mm-hmm. I guess. Like, they're living in a country song. And the <laughs> hero, his wife left him 
and his dog died, and now all he has is his horse and a beer and his truck or something stupid. Like, I don't know why that's in my head, but it I'm is. Sh- I'm sure there are plenty of contemporary Western romances that would make a great country song. Oh, my goodness. Well, as I said earlier, I do dislike contemporary Westerns more than yeah. historical Westerns. And I think part of that is the tropes that are present. Uh-huh. I feel like I don't really like small town contemporary mm-hmm. romance. And I feel like contemporary Western takes all the things I don't like about small town romances yeah. and magnifies it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so you get all the city versus rural, the going back to your old hometown, uh-huh. the gossip and yeah. family values. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's just a loaded phrase. And I meant it in the worst way possible. <laughs> I could tell by the nasal sneer when you said it. (laughs) That's one case where there are sometimes story elements and tropes that you really like, but if they're done wrong, you really hate them. Exactly. And I love an emphasis on family Uh and stuff, but sometimes it's done in a way I don't like. Yep. And those sometimes happen in Western And sometimes they're really toxic families. Yeah, I think that's what I was getting at. Mm -hmm. Now, these are all contemporary. When it comes to historical, sometimes things get mishandled. Yeah. Particularly Indians. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, I didn't even want to bring them up because it's just... But, I mean, it is something you stumble across in historical romance sometimes is... Racism. Racism. (laughs) And, you know, especially with stuff set around the Civil War, you also Mm -hmm. get racism whenever slavery is talked about. Mm Yeah. And it's not always deliberate, but sometimes it's just really poorly handled by the author. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I do like that you often get strong, feisty heroines. Yep. Yes. Gotta be feisty to live out West. Yes. I like that. Indeed. But that's also why I get so irked by the non-empathic... Is that the word? Empathetic. Uh, (laughs) Non-empathetic heroes. Because it's like... (laughs) (laughs) She is working so hard and she's doing so great and you are just being a jerk. (laughs) And this happens so often. And I'm like, no, no, no. I don't like jerks. (laughs) So what about some things we do like? The feisty heroines. The feisty heroines. I got off track. (laughs) Um, So for the historical ones, I do like the ones that have a strong emphasis on the time period and the events Mm -hmm. and really immersing you in the history. Those can be really fun. I enjoy a good shootout. Not going to (laughs) lie. I like it when the heroes show their sensitive side. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I do feel like that's kind of a cowboy thing, particularly contemporary. You'll Mm -hmm. come to a certain point where the hero has to show his sensitive side. Otherwise, he's just... A jerk. A non-empathetic jerk, yes. (laughs) (laughs) I I do enjoy the different setting because, in general, I don't read things in ranch settings or western, deserty, mountainous settings. Yeah, it's usually in a city or the suburbs Mm -hmm. or the beach. Lots of beach. Yeah, I I do enjoy it when setting is an important part of the story and you Mm -hmm. can really feel like the author's putting you there. And some Western authors are really good at that. Yeah. I like having a concrete villain. Yes. Like, a lot of times, whatever your outside conflict is in the romance novel, it's not really a person or a villain behind that. And sometimes it can be really fun to have just, like, a bad antagonist, yeah. a bad guy. And we get that a lot in Westerns, yep. especially mm-hmm. historical Westerns, but yeah. even the contemporary ones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The one who's after the ranch. Exactly. <laughs> Somebody is after that ranch. Absolutely. <laughs> Every time. I do enjoy marriage tropes. 
when they're done well. Less yeah. mail order brides, but yeah. I love a marriage of convenience. Yep. We talked about that in um, in our Regency month last yeah. season. <laughs> All the marriage tropes, just transplant them. Yep. To <laughs> Regency to Western Wild US. West. That's yeah. a good point because a lot of the same ones are present in those two genres. Yeah. Uh-huh. Maybe we should examine that. Well, maybe <laughs> I don't prefer the howdy ma'ams and other language that yeah. you get in Westerns to say Regency. Like, I would choose a Regency over a Western. <gasps> that coming from Zoe. <laughs> that tells you how much she doesn't want to read Westerns. Although, I, do. I think I might own more Westerns than I do Regency. Really? If you count Linda Howard's Mackenzie books. Those count. Yeah. Okay, then. I own more Westerns than Regency. <gasps> how did this happen? <laughs> And then the last thing that I do really love, I love horses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You give me someone who's attached to their horse, yep. and I'm yep. going to like them so much more. Yep. yep. And if the horse has just a little personality, yes. it doesn't have to be like Samson from Sleeping Beauty. Yeah. Just <laughs> The horse just needs to have a little personality, and I'm sold. Yep. yep. Yeah. We all have an inner horse girl. <laughs> oh, yes. we said it's a pretty prolific subgenre. I guess it must be pretty popular. I think so. It is. Okay. So talk to me about popular authors and potentially some of your favorite authors. Well, I already mentioned Linda Howard. Mm -hmm. Um, I got into her romantic suspense, but I've read practically all of her backlog. Backlist. Backlist. Thank you. Which includes the Mackenzie stories books, and they are all set in Western states. I don't know that they're cowboy romances, but they are definitely Western romances. Mm -hmm. And I think Linda Howard's a good example. Western romances are one of those things where it might not be the author's primary genre, but Mm -hmm. a lot of times an author you like has one random Western romance. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she had more than one. Mm -hmm. But it's not uncommon for authors that you might associate with a different genre to have Westerns, like Julie Garwood. I usually think of her Mm -hmm. other historicals, but she Uh has a couple Westerns. She does. Uh, and uh, Nalini Singh. She didn't what? have a Western. Okay, well, there is a cowboy hat on at least one cover. Because <laughs> that's what's put me off reading that contemporary. None of her contemporaries are Western, I don't think. Okay, well, there is a cowboy hat, but that, okay. that re- relieves me. <laughs> um, Nora Roberts, definitely. Yes. Yeah. She's got something in every subgenre. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Beverly Jenkins is oh, a well-known yeah. historical writer, but she does have quite a few Westerns within that. Um, the, I can list a few that I haven't read. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Linda Leo Miller, mm-hmm. Johanna Lindsay. Especially if you're going old school, Johanna Lindsay is a big one. Mm-hmm. Kat Johnson, Diane. Anna Palmer, Lori Wilde, mm-hmm. Jody Thomas, and Joan Johnson. I haven't read either of them, but no. they're both pretty big, I think. Yep. Lorelai James. That's yeah. leaning more into, a little more into erotica, maybe, but mm. I think some of hers are just straight up Western romance. What about Elizabeth Lowell? Oh, she does she have a few Westerns? Yes, I would classify them as Westerns, at least. Because they're set in, like, Montana. Or, <laughs> you know, that's that's true. She does have quite a few Westerns. It's, and I've liked her those. Older ones, yes, yeah. but I have to be in the right mood for them. Hers are the ones that I go to when I need to feel angsty. Yes, when you need to feel <laughs> the angst and just kind of dwell in that emotion for a while, yep. she's a good one for that. Yep. Oh, and I have to say my favorite, my absolute favorite, is Joan Wilder. <laughs> 
I don't know who that is. <laughs> is it for romancing for the stone? Romancing the stone. <laughs> Only the heroine from the movie that inspired the name of this podcast. Yes, exactly. That's why I had to list it. <laughs> okay, so did you guys know that Wikipedia, at least, <laughs> classifies Zane Grey westerns as western romance. That doesn't surprise me, because some of his do have a really strong emphasis on the romance. Mm-hmm. And not only Zane Grey, but, like, some of his contemporaries, because he was the first big one, I want to say. And he was the biggest throughout his yep. lifetime. But they were, they're, like, the classical western romance as opposed to contemporary western romance but all of the classical western romance books were written by men are these when you say classical romance does that mean men writing about the time in the time or or at least close to the time closer I don't know. to when was they in gray writing i don't think he was no. in the time no. but he was so it's not quite jane austen writing about the regency era no. in the regency era it would be era. more like georgette hare writing about the regency era and that she's older than us yes. writing about something a little farther in the past but she sort of originated the dominated the genre gotcha. and originated a lot of the tropes yeah um, uh, but contemporary westerns and I guess historical westerns that preceded those came out of just this western genre that was led by Zane Grey and um, shoot Louis L'Amour. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember seeing him listed. So maybe Zane Grey. <laughs> we'll just stick with him. <laughs> I mean, you can always just say Zane Grey, and he is one of yeah the biggest because they have the western setting, they have the cowboys, their ranch hands, or whatever, and they have romance almost universally in them. Maybe schmoopy, maybe totally sexist, but <laughs> there's <laughs> a romance. Yep. Next week, for our first Western cowboy romance novel, we'll be reading Saddle Up, An Opposites Attract Romance, Riker Ranch Book One by Kim Lorraine. What happens when a gorgeous, curvy network exec from L.A. shows up on the doorstep of my ranch? A big, fat payoff to replace what my thieving ex took, and enough sexual chemistry to light the Montana sky on fire. (laughs) Her plan? Send a cast of city slickers to the ranch to learn how to saddle up like a real cowboy. I've got one condition. She has to come learn the ropes before I'll agree to let strangers come work my ranch. She thinks it'll be a piece of cake. I'm sure she's not going to last, but it's going to be fun watching her try. There's just one problem. I want her to save a horse and ride me. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That's the cheesiest line in a blurb we've had in a while. Yes, it is. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe, rate, review, and share it with your friends. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, anywhere you find your podcasts. Grab a copy of the book and join us next week. Catch you next time. Bye.